What's up? Welcome to the Things We Dig podcast, where we talk about pop culture and bullshit. On today's episode, I'm doing fine here in 1880. Wait a minute, Doc. 1885. Try to go back in time to when I was a very old man. But I definitely want to go back to ancient Egypt. Again, dangerous as fuck. And just punch Hitler straight in his fucking <laughs> mustache, man. Sometimes till this day, I'll throw on some Huey Lewis in the news, hop on my board, cruise around the neighborhood. Hello, hello, my friends. Welcome to another episode of Things We Dig. As always, I'm Chris Fig, and today we're going back in time. Hey, everybody, it's Dave. Let's do this. Hey, guys, it's Chris from the future. What's up? It's Alex. What's up, guys? Welcome back. This is Steve. We are back. Back to the future. Nice. So speaking of the future and being back in time, of course, today we're going to be talking about back to the future. So to kick things off for a lightning round, I wanted to ask you dudes, what is your favorite form of time travel? Could it be either be something from a movie, TV show, or perhaps something you read in a book or just something in general that you thought would be cool for a way to time travel? Mine would be the uh, machine that you have to use crystals to time travel with from Napoleon Dynamite. I know it didn't work. <laughs> they were using it wrong. <laughs> Dude, the best form of time travel would be to be like that guy from the show Heroes, and you could just fucking time travel yourself where oh. you wanted to go. Was he the one with the sword, too? His name was Hero. Uh -huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah his name was Hero. The only thing popping up in my head, and it may not be too crazy, but just a, one of those dope old school phone booths. Um, I'm thinking like Doctor Who. I'm sure that's what they used. You could have an excellent adventure, perhaps, man. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah I'm going to go with the uh, time displacement sphere from the uh, Terminator movies. Oh, uh, okay. Show up in a lightning storm. Nice. I think for myself, I'm going to go the hot tub time machine route, man. Just be hanging with my boys in the time machine, drinking some beers, go to the go into the past. So that'd be uh, the way I would want to time travel. Was it an electrical malfunction or, or spilled a beer and it shorted or something? Or? Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. I, I love how when they went back in time, it was just like madness just ensued. You're just like, oh, shit. Like they're all just. What color is Michael out. Jackson? <laughs> Alrighty, fellas. So, yeah. So, speaking of time travel, today we're going to be talking about Back to the Future. To kick things off, I wanted to ask you, what was your first experience uh, watching this classic 80s movie? Uh, growing up, I, I did have all the VHSs, and I think I mainly remember watching Back to the Future 2, which is kind of odd because that's my least favorite now. But, yeah, just a classic, right? It's just one of those that you just know. Everybody's watching this movie. Everyone's talking about this movie. Everyone's growing up on it. And not to mention the uh, Universal Studios ride. It was kind of hard to think, but for sure, I think, was watching it with my parents. My dad introduced it to me. And I think I was probably so young that I really didn't grasp, you know, how awesome or iconic this movie was. It was just a really fun, cool movie. And I mean, I could just think, think back of time travel and for some reason, just skipping back to the end where he... he figured out a way to put trash in his time travel DeLorean. And I was like, that's fucking crazy. For sure, man. For sure. What about you, Dave? Back to the Future. Was this a movie you and your family watched pretty often growing up or just you yourself? No, my family, to my knowledge, never really even watched 
Back to the Future. I know my dad and like parents, they probably saw it, you know, but um, I was introduced to it through pop culture, like everyone else, just because it was everywhere when we were kids and they'd always reference it in countless shows. And, and so I would just started buying a bunch of movies and I watched this trilogy and it was sick. And I was familiar with the first and the second movie, of course, because they like mirror each other uh, so well. And the third one is I like the third one as well, but at, growing up at least, or when I first watched them, I did enjoy the first and the second one, I feel like as a package deal. And the third one I thought was cool too. I didn't think it was a bad movie or anything, but just that's pretty much how I was introduced to it, man. My older cousins growing up, they were obviously being a little bit older. They all liked it a little bit more than me and would reference it. I think I had dropped this nugget, but the old VCR uh, videotape recorder, I mean, rewinders. I used to have a DeLorean or my grandparents did. It was my uncle's and you'd put the tape in and close it down. It would rewind the tape for you. Dude. Yeah. Speaking of the rewinder, man, I remember seeing those at, I, I think it was maybe Blockbuster sold them or just some electronic store sold them. I was like, fuck, I want one of those, but it's just, I think you used to be able to rent them honestly from like blockbusters they would allow you to even rent those out back in the day i, th- oh, I could be wrong about that yeah. but i just remember the push like you slide it in push it and then you'd hear it and it was one of those things that was fucking really cool you wanted it but it was also like do i really need this <laughs> it would start yeah. so slow and then it fucking zoom yeah though, dude. it makes that like noise and then it goes yeah yeah it's pretty sick and how about you, Chris? Uh, was this movie you watched a lot as a kid or maybe you found later in life? Uh, no, I definitely watched it a lot as a kid. Like many dope things in my life, my brother found it before I did. And so the VHSs were on my shelf and I watched it a ton as a kid. One and two, uh, I didn't watch three as much, but later in life, that one is maybe my favorite. So yeah, I like it. O- always been watching it. Nice, man. Yeah, it seems to your older brother, I feel like, I just feel like with any older siblings or cousins, it seems to be like you want to do what they're doing. And they're if they have good taste, you're like, dude, the shit you like is fucking cool. Just how they set it up and just everything of that sort. And then, of course, them going back in time is such an interesting concept. And the music is just so iconic, man. You just hear that, mm-hmm. you know, theme playing and you just instantly think like, damn, I want to travel in time. Yeah, it probably was one of the first time travel movies that I could think of watching. Yeah, and and I feel like it's a time travel movie that made it pretty like easy to explain, right? Like you don't really think too much about the logistics of them time traveling. It was just like, hey, get in the car, go 88, and boom, you're Mm -hmm. back in time. So, But I wanted to dive into on the cast a little bit because I think this is probably one of the most amazing cast ensembles for a franchise that is out there right now. I mean, you have Michael J. Fox playing Marty, which just, I think is a perfect casting in having a lead character, be a hero, be be a slight underdog, but also be enjoyable to watch on screen. And then of course, Doc Brown, man. It's like Christopher Lloyd was just made to play the role of Doc Brown and, you know, just their chemistry and, and friendship throughout the whole series is just quite amazing. Random fact I did find out is that seeing as you said, Michael J. Fox was cast, he wasn't the first dude. There was another guy who was cast and I didn't know this till now, but the director did not like him and they let him go or something. Yeah, that was, uh, yeah. they casted Eric Stoltz. He was, he came from that movie, I think it's called The Mask. Mask. Yeah. 
Mm. Yeah, where he plays a, I don't know, a, a disfigured individual with a disease. So uh. people were thinking like, oh, this guy just came from this role. He killed it. We want him in this movie. He has the look. He, I mean, you look at him, he kind of looks similar to Michael J. Fox. He was just too much of a of a somber character. Like Back to the Future is supposed to be just a fun movie and comedy slash, you know, there's some scenes that get a little bit on the the deeper side of things, but he just, I guess, went way too far on the deep end of mm-hmm. taking it too seriously. And yeah, that would be crazy. I mean, could you imagine shooting, I think it was like six weeks of a movie yeah. and, and then being like, oh man, like we have to go <laughs> a different route. You're already telling all your friends, this is going to be a huge franchise. <laughs> I thought um, Crispin Glover, man, he was a very underrated actor. He's in so many different roles in movies, but I like his, his, his almost nervous demeanor and stuff throughout different, different roles that he's played. But I really liked him as Marty's dad. Yeah, that dude's always giving me the creeps, man. <laughs> he does have that creepy vibe, like nervousy, creepy. He's played so many other roles where he basically was that same well, and he's in multiple time traveling movies too really well he's in hot tub time machine he's the guy uh, missing an oh, arm in the future that's right. so they're like waiting for the big payoff the whole yeah, movie as yeah, to how he yeah. loses that's it. hilarious <laughs> and then of course you have uh leah thompson as marty's mom who was pretty vital to this role i think she just played it perfectly and, and it's crazy because the main actors had to play younger versions of themselves older versions of themselves, alternate versions of themselves. So I just think they all together just, I think, really had a dynamic to them to really like bring the movie and make the movie go forward. And then Biff, dude, oh my goodness, man. Like just fucking such a good villain, right? Like someone mm-hmm. you just like, God, that guy is a fucking asshole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude, just perfect. And even him throughout the whole franchise, just being the main villain, old, young, him going back to the Western mm-hmm. too as well. So yeah, I just thought the cast ensemble was just perfect. Agreed. One question I kind of <laughs> have for you guys, not to get too sidetracked, but how did they ever fully disclose like how Marty and Doc really came to know each other? Um, am I glossing over that? I've never thought about it before, dude, but I was just thinking, I was like, wait, I don't know if they ever really introduced that relationship too much, but it doesn't really matter in the end. It's a good point. I mean, it makes you wonder how a 60-year-old man and a 17-year-old teenager become best friends. I assume that like, I know this guy has some crazy-ass drugs the way that he's acting. Yeah. (laughs) Doc was like, I got some popsicles in my basement. (laughs) Come on in. (laughs) Looking for a nice, strong, muscular boy to help me in my lab. Trying to go back in time to when I was a very old man. <laughs> Producers are chiming in and they said a simple, the simple search just says they give just kind of a little loose. He was around 14 after hearing that Brown was a dangerous lunatic. So being a red-blooded American teenager, he wanted to go see what it was all about for himself and snuck into Doc's lab and was fascinated by all of his inventions. So, I mean, that is pretty cool. Yeah, I could see that. Maybe a, a slightly younger Marty, maybe like, 14 years old, 13 years old, just went to investigate who this crazy man that people, I mean, because even in the movie, people are, the principal's like, oh, you're hanging out with Doc Brown. So people know who he is. So I I could see him wanting to investigate. I mean, because Doc Brown had a dope ass house too. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. All right, guys. So uh, speaking of that casting, the phenomenal casting, it makes me wonder, what if there were other, you know, what if the casting was different? So let's kind of imagine, or maybe just just for fun, maybe some impressions as a different actor 
as the role of Marty or Doc. So for Dave, let's see. Uh, what, tell me what it would be like if if Owen Wilson was Marty McFly. Wow, Doc. What are all these things that we have here? This is crazy. Am I going to go back in time? Do I have to go to 88 miles per hour? Wow. <laughs> I don't know, dude. <laughs> dude, wow. dude, that was pretty good, was good man. Was pretty good. The wow, the wow is what I is my bread and butter when it comes to Owen Wilson. <laughs> it kind of sets you up into like doing the impersonation, right? Yeah, completely, completely. I'm nervous now, Steve. <laughs> no, but uh, let's say, uh, Chris, what would uh, what would a Gilbert Godfrey, you know, rest in peace, in his honor, <laughs> what would uh, Gilbert Godfrey do as a, a Marty or a, or a Doc? It's called the DeLorean, Marty. Runs on garbage. <laughs> Man. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, is pretty good though dude that was really good man you can't fuck your mother <laughs> sorry i'm sorry i just say it again <laughs> alex what would uh who, who else is uh, a notable voice do it as uh as shaquille o'neal as doc <laughs> look Marty, you gotta get in the car okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's powered by haynes marty i am kazam marty I'm just going to use Chris's as yours. <laughs> They're good. That was good. Yeah. All right, Fig, how about a uh, Yoda? Yoda. Hmm. Okay, let's see. <clears throat> Rhodes, going we are. We don't need Rhodes. <laughs> nice, dude. That was pretty good. Though. That yeah, was good, very dude. good, dude. <laughs> that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Nice. What you got, Steve? Uh, mine's just the same for every... Impression, I just changed like a word, but uh, maybe uh, if Arnold Schwarzenegger was Marty and and Mar uh, Doc says, I just, I did it, Marty. I invented time travel and maybe he'd go, uh, Emmett, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it works for everything, huh? <laughs> it does, yeah. When the Libyans are, you know, shooting at him and he's in the car, come on, shoot me, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Nice, man. Dude, could you imagine if uh, it was Arnold Schwarzenegger instead of Michael J. Fox? <laughs> oh, yeah. man, that would be kind of... I would I would definitely watch that movie, though. But it would be a completely different film, dude. It would become like Total Recall or... Yeah. yeah. Nice, man. I like nice. that uh, impressions game. Yeah, that was fun. All right, fellas, to dive a little bit into the movie, I just wanted to talk about some of my favorite scenes from, from the movie. I mean, of course, the movie opens up, you see Marty on his skateboard and was just super cool to me. Dressed cool, looked cool, fucking rode a skateboard, played guitar and just the contraptions that Doc had in his, I guess, laboratory, you would call it his house, garage laboratory and how Marty just hooks up the amp and fucking boom and like blows himself up. Of course, we find out that the clocks for experiment, why the fuck? Doc was doing this experiment. All the clocks were set forward. Marty's late. Huey Lewis and the time pops on. He's on the skateboard. Like how many of us wanted to like hop on a skateboard and just tailgate behind a car, dude? Like oh, yeah. I just super cool. Sometimes till this day, I'll throw on some Huey Lewis in the news, hop on my board, cruise around the neighborhood. Yeah, man. Just grab onto some cars and go sketching around. It's a great way yeah, to pass the time. They're like, that's the power of love. You like made that song for that movie. Yeah. Yeah, then uh, even Huey Lewis, dude, he makes the the lead singer makes a cameo appearance. He's one of the the judges who tells Marty like, "Yeah, your music's just too loud, kid." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> see, I love that that you know no one notices these things, but those little those little Easter eggs and 
I mean, I love movies that do that. And the director and, and producers put all this cult pop culture into it ultimately. And they did their homework. Yeah. I mean, watching the behind the scenes of this movie, they really just had like these great ideas. And it's funny because they, they weren't too young of individuals. I mean, they're probably in their like late 30s when they first were making these movies. But Robert Zemeckis got the idea of making Back to the Future by looking at his dad's old yearbook and just looking at a picture of his dad and being like, oh, I wonder what my dad was like as a teenager. Like, would I hang with my dad? Would I hang with my mom? Just be curious about that. And it's just funny how ideas can spark from the littlest thing. I mean, we get one of the greatest trilogies of all time, you know, mm -hmm. based on just him looking at a picture of his dad in the yearbook. That's all it takes. Yeah. A good idea and lots of money and we can make a great movie. Dude, you keep talking about uh, Marty skateboarding. One of the dopest things that I always stuck with me from those movies was him with the hoverboard, man, and the mm -hmm. self-lacing shoes. Just one of the dopest scenes of all time when you're a kid, especially if you're a kid who's into skateboarding. Then you see someone with a hovering skateboard. I was like, dude, this is, if I could ever ha wish for one invention from a TV show or something, that was always at the top of my list, mm -hmm. man. Still would be. I know they're working on it, and they have a prototypes, if you guys had seen it, that they have created something, but it's 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 coming. I think they did the shoot the shoelace thing. Nike did something self tying shoes. Yeah, they were like super limited though. But uh, of course, I'm ready for repulsor technology, man. Take yeah. it to the future. Let's fly around. That definitely is something. To the, like you said, Alex. To this day, dude, I would be fucking outside, dude. I'll be fifty years old on a hoverboard if that technology came out. So I want to ask you guys, like, how would you guys feel knowing you went back in time and? you were actually back in time like would you guys believe it like what would be something that stood out to you that were like holy shit i'm actually in the past right now dude i'd immediately reach for my cell phone well maybe it'd be with me but everybody would be really weird because they wouldn't be all on their cell phones it's like what the fuck even if you had your phone though it wouldn't work you know well, there'd yeah, be no, maybe there'd be no service for it at yeah. all it'd probably be completely blank or yeah, or that'd be crazy. That's like another premise for a time travel movie. Like your phone still works and is connected uh, to where you came from. I always feel the movies, they look at a, they're like, what date is it? Or something. Or you see like something on the TV and it's like something crazy. And you're like, what? Or you're looking at the newspaper. So it's like 1985. And you're like, what the fuck? I mean, I feel like it depends on where you got time traveled at. You know, if you're in the middle of a forest or something, it'd be hard to tell. But like mm -hmm. if I was in Henderson or, or whatever and got time traveled back, like I would know right away the architecture would be different buildings would be gone like mm -hmm. and I, I think it, I, it would be like holy shit i'm in the past and then i would have an immediate panic of like can i get back to the future because as cool as time travel is and being in the past is Ugh. i would want to return to my time like i don't want to get stuck in another time so i feel like i'd have a fucking existential crisis <laughs> right but if i had some dope technology where i know it could go right back it would just be really dope to realize like holy shit it worked it would be like one of the most mind-blowing things of all time yeah, like as you were saying though, Alex, like you'd reach for your phone. So I really wonder, you know, everyone talks about time travel, so cool, would be cool. But I, I wonder if anyone could really do it, dude, like without technology of today. Yeah. Do you think though, I mean, if people already, if it did exist, I wonder if we would even know about it too, you know? But at the same time, I, I'm like in the same, I'm in agreement with Chris. I think the first thing I would just be like anybody, like shell shocked. And once I really confirmed, like, oh shit, like I'm back, like in the 50s or whatever, in the 60s, then I would be like, can I get out of this? And who do I even go to? And if you're lucky enough to have a friend like Doc that you can go look up in that time, then I'd feel a little bit more relieved, I guess, like 
But at the same time, dude, I would just be losing it. And then I'd be like, well, looks like I'm going to live here. Thank God I didn't go further back in time where times were even a little harder than this, you know, but. <laughs> and, it, and would you guys try like being there knowing like, okay, I, I am back in time. Would you guys try to reach out to any type of family members? And what would you guys say? Like, hey, I'm your grandson. I'm your son. I'm your nephew. Or. Like, what would you guys do Like, to to contact people? Hell no. I've seen way too much science fiction movies (laughs) to know that you can rip up the timeline, dude. I don't want to not exist, nor do I want to have to be my own grandfather. So uh, (laughs) I would love to. I'm not going to interact with my family. I would try to do some really cool shit and, like, see stuff. But I feel like, yeah, I would try to stay away from somehow interrupting my own timeline. If you go back, everything's, like, different. Dude, you invest in Apple, you get some <laughs> Bitcoin, and you get the fuck out of Dodge and just sit on it. And, or, you know, since we're in Vegas, you know, just try and remember all sports events that you can and bet on them all. And yeah, I don't true. I, don't know. I know. I like, I would try to use that. You. Yeah. I would try to use that information that I knew from the future to like help me and guide me. So I wouldn't be completely screwed. But, or yeah, would man, you, would you behind the shadows? help yourself like you like you couldn't meet yourself but you'd be behind the shadows and you do things to help them like you knew like i was gonna fuck up and do something so you like leave a note or you're like i don't know i really would i really would go talk to i would go talk to myself if i if i was existing in the same plane i'd say fuck the rules i don't care because i'm already back in time so i can't wrap my head around it i'm definitely if i see myself i'm definitely going to myself and being like dude hear me out man don't freak (laughs) the fuck out something happened i'm here i'm you man (laughs) i might would be the only person i trust right yeah exactly yeah yeah. dave like you were saying uh to, to like remember or Alex too to memorize the games and all the stuff I've always thought of that plot point in the movie of like wouldn't if you knew all that information that went back in time like wouldn't that in itself change things and possibly change the outcome of all those games or does like the butterfly effect of like one action affecting all actions not exist you know what I mean no I mean you're right because like and by you having effect. that almanac in the past you've already changed events in the past so couldn't that change all the like outcomes of all those games and shit yeah in what way just in like like just you being there you yeah know? just you being there with that book isn't how it originally happened even though you're not directly interacting with those teams like would that change things yeah I don't know. i've always like, just thought a, of that question you make a bet and you know it's a for sure win and they lose and then yeah you're just like, exactly what have i done but why would they lose it's <laughs> on a butterfly, bro. I don't know. I fucking that, that's that's what I mean. Like, I guess, yeah. I was just posing the question. Like, ha- have you ever thought of that? Like, by him being there, could all him having that small action then change everything? Or Trust me, man. I tried everything, and the Padres have not won the World Series. <laughs> <laughs> what if you went back and you were like, I know how things are supposed to go, and things just weren't going like how oh. your timeline was like, that would be even be, be like scary a horror movie, man. Yeah. You should almost do that. I mean, but, the butterfly yeah. effect is a simple concept that, yeah, you, you stick, kill a butterfly and that changes everything. Yeah. Like I try not to interact with anybody like, and even <laughs> then somebody just driving by and looking at you or something. Or, There'd be a good period for sure of a couple days that I would just like go to sleep and be like, I'm going to wake up and everything will be fine. And once that wore off, I'd be like, all right, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to (laughs) do. Try and go to some scientists. I don't even know. 
Yeah, interesting uh, fucking topics. So, uh, back to the movie. <laughs> yeah. uh, I wanted to ask you guys, uh, do you guys have some favorite moments of the movie? It could be about either second, third movie, first movie. What would you say, Dave, was some of your favorite moments from the Back to the Future franchise? There's there's so many, man. So, And I'm glad about that because we can all say one. But one that is uh, probably atop a lot of people's list is the iconic lightning strike scene and the cord falling off and Doc having to go down and right in the nick of time he gets it dude just I love that whole scene man like everything about it is just very nerve-wracking for sure Mm -hmm. yeah they definitely ended the movie well like especially you see George McFly punching Biff and you know obviously now we know it, it changes the future but when you first watch it you're like oh what implications does that have and Marty just doesn't have time to sit around and you know, see to stick around to see like, oh, like well, what changes it? He has to get back on the DeLorean. And as we see beginning of the movie, they say the clock tower was hit by by lightning. And of course, the fucking the DeLorean dies on him. And he's like, fuck, like, seriously, like what else could go wrong? And like you're saying, Alex, just that that tension that builds up of like, yeah. like what's going to happen? And also really? just, I know we were kind of riffing on it earlier, like, oh, that's kind of weird, like 13 to 14 year old boy. That's when they like met and stuff, you know, supposedly. But I always like really uh, loved the relationship that Doc and Marty had. And especially like in that scene where he cares about him so much that he's like, Doc, it's about the future. Like, I have to tell you. And he like wrote him the note and he's like, I don't want to know. Like everything about that scene, man. I just thought yeah. it was so well. And then it kind of leaves you with that like cliffhanger going into the next oh, movie yeah. He just rips it up and you're like, oh. Yeah, agreed. That relationship, you, you can tell Marty was really like heartbroken of like wanting to let him know. And even when they first test out the DeLorean, Doc gets killed. Just hearing Marty screams, you're like, shit, this guy is not just a old guy he's hanging out with. It's, it's a, a slight father figure. Maybe even a better father figure towards Marty than his actual own dad. So <laughs> yeah, it's a good point. What about you, Chris? Uh, any favorite moments from the franchise? Uh, I mean, besides the hoverboard, but as much smaller one is I love when he's at the the concert back in time and he just he takes the guitar and it's just riffing on the guitar going hard and the crowd and everyone doesn't kind of know how to react at first. And then the just the line is always like, oh, like, you don't like that one, but your kids are going to love it. Like I've, that one's always, always stuck with me. So mm-hmm. that was awesome. Love that scene. Yeah, and then how prior to that, just right before he's doing the Johnny B. Good scene, I always thought like, damn, that is so good. And the guy calls Chuck Berry. He's like, it's your cousin, Marvin Berry. And when I was a kid, I think I was like, why is he calling his cousin during the concert? Like, I don't get it. And then you get older, you're like, oh, Chuck Berry. It's like supposedly where he got the inspiration from to make that kind of music. Yeah, Yeah, that whole series of events is awesome. How about you, Steve? Favorite moments? Alex was saying, or Dave was saying earlier, but that kind of a sentimental uh, moment when he gets that telegram and he's been waiting, you know, forever to get that. And then he's reading it. And he says, you know, I'm fine, Marty, and I'm doing fine here in 1880. Wait a minute, Zach, 1885. It's just one of those cool moments when, you know, to set up the next film. And yep. Yeah. Could you imagine having a telegram in your position for the last 70 years like you could be new to the company they're like soon man soon like what what's gonna happen it's like this telegram just in a couple days we're gonna be able to finally fucking deliver it like (laughs) yeah man definitely a good scene for sure what about you ab favorite moments from uh from the movies i mean going back to what i kind of talked on 
uh, being as being a kid is just the end of the first one where there wasn't talks of sequels and stuff like that. And you, you didn't really think much of it. It was just like one movie and then it ends and then boom, Doc comes from the future and he's like, Mari, it's your kids or whatever. And he's like, what? And then he's like throwing trash in it and he's just freaking out and has him get in. He's like, Doc, like there's not enough. There's not enough road or whatever. And he's like, where we're going, Marty, we don't need roads there. But that's like an iconic moment. And then the motherfucker flies and shoots off and you're like, what the hell? So cool to, to see the DeLorean fly. But also, too, I'm like, for Doc being really cautious about people knowing about time travel, he just doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> just in the middle of a neighborhood, fucking blast off. Yeah. And not to mention also in the third movie, when they make that motherfucking train fly, then you're like, oh, damn. People in the West, if they saw that. <laughs> yeah. Ancient, ancient they, aliens. Ancient aliens yeah. type shit. Like, no one's going to believe those fuckers. They're like, believe it a God now. It's like. <laughs> shit, <laughs> riches. Yeah, they'd be uh, like, homie was high off peyote, man. That did not happen. <laughs> what's, what's really cool about these movies, though, is that they're kind of essentially the same movie, right? All of them. So it's really cool, you know, like the the truck with the manure and then it's the horse pulling the cart with the manure or like the, the arcade game, shooting game or the shooting gallery in the, the Wild West. So it's just really cool. Just those moments just uh, recreated in a different time. Right. Yeah. I was going to say some of my favorite moments is just the continuity, man. Like they did mm-hmm. such a great job. Like Chris, you're speaking of the hoverboard and just that scene in the future, how it parallels from Marty being on the skateboard essentially invented skateboards it seemed like in 1955 and old biff in the second one just like this feels really familiar and like you said steve just the parallels even in the second movie how they overlap with events from the first movie and you see two marty's mm-hmm. looking at each other and i was like damn like it's just such an interesting concept for them to portray chris you're talking about how marty is you know up on stage and biff's gang is like trying to kick his ass and they're like how the fuck did he get on stage like certain <laughs> things you don't see behind the scenes because they're obviously overlaying parallels and stuff like that. And I just think it's pretty airtight. I mean, I'm sure there are some type of plot holes in this movie, but I think just from a viewers, I've seen this movie, these movies probably like 50 times each, you know, and and there's never been an instance where I'm like, oh, that doesn't make sense. Oh, that doesn't make sense. Oh, that doesn't make sense. You just enjoy it for what it is. Mm -hmm. And dude, such a fucking great franchise. That scene that Chris was talking about though, too, obviously one of like the... I mean, there's so many, but one of my favorite scenes too is when he's up on the stage playing that song, dude. And I love that throughout the whole movie, how he has the photo of his siblings and himself to reference. And they're all just slowly fading away. And at that point, it's like he's starting to not even be able to play the guitar because he's fading, you know? Mm. And then they dance and they have their kiss and he gets like his energy back and just starts jamming again, dude. But yeah, such a, I love that scene too. And so many people have parodied it, but I mean, I know you guys have, but the family guy parody of that scene have you seen that <laughs> well there's a couple versions of it Doc says some like kind of um he's like oh i remember that one <laughs> going back like, it's, your kids. it's your kids yeah. marty it's yeah. like they date a black guy or whatever he's like uh, <laughs> it's like doc it's like i'm cool with that doc he's like uh we can't hang out anymore man yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm not i don't think i'm cool being around he's like i'm not cool doc. with that man yeah they have the one of the dance though too and it's brian playing and it's like uh peter and lois it's their school dance like at the cl- like the clam school dance or whatever and then in the end he plays the original song but then it turns into the rick roll song never gonna give you up oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. So, I mean, Back to the Future was just the franchise in general was just huge, you know, huge blockbuster movies, great franchise, obviously just till this day, hold up really well. But I want to ask you guys, out of all three movies, which ones would you guys say is your favorite? I'm going to look at you, Steve. You want to kick things off? Probably watched the first or second the most, but thinking about it, I probably like the third as a, as my favorite. I love Westerns. I think it's the most fun of them, and that theme is uh, pretty kick-ass. Yeah, the third one is such a fun movie, man. Parallels between the first and second one going into the third one. It's just great. And like you said, a, a Western, and the climatic way it ends with the train and yeah. Oh, yeah. just the way they ended. And Alex, like you're saying, you know, seeing Doc come back on a train DeLorean. Even the opening, uh, not, I don't know if it was the opening, but the part where he traveled through and it was like at the drive-in movie theater and bust through and boom, he's like in the field being chased by Native Americans. It was a really cool like transition into like, holy shit. Yeah, agreed. Uh, what about you, Chris? Out of all three movies, which one would you say was your favorite? Uh, it's a toss up between the first and the third, but I think maybe the first one, just because you know, introduced the whole franchise and the everything, and it's a lot of cool iconic scenes in that one. So I think I'm gonna break the break the trend and go number one. Nice. Yeah, I mean, you can't obviously go wrong with the one that kicks off the franchise. And the number one, just classic too, very classic. Like I feel like if they didn't make any other movies, that movie could be just a classic on its own, right? Like, yeah. leave it on a cliffhanger. Imagine if they never made a second movie. You'd oh, think, like, what, what happened? Like, why did they go into yeah. the future? I was going to say, I think that was one of my first experiences with, like, a cliffhanger in a movie or a TV show or anything. And then, like, obviously having the VHSs already, because I was born after they came out, being able to, like, see, like, oh, man, it leads right into this, and it's this whole cool thing. Uh, I, did, I really liked that, so. Like, watching them all back to back to back when I was older for like the in depth for the real first time, like seeing them as a kid, you know, I'm not as a whole, I just remembered bits and pieces, but for that reason that you said too, like in you too, Chris, if they would have just stopped at the first one, man, and never made another one, it would have just left it. It would have been perfect almost too, you know? And then it is, it's says a lot for a franchise where you can say that about the first movie and then you can continue two more movies and have people be satisfied and like the completion of it. And for that, I would say the first one, but I, I love the attention to detail in these movies. And for that, I'll, I'll go ahead and just throw number two out there. Um, I'm going to be honest, man. Second one was always my favorite growing up. And exactly like you said, I just enjoyed the concept of, like you said, the overlapping parallels going back into 1955. And you see even new scenes that occurred, you know, them following Biff and what Biff was doing after he ran his, you know, his car into a manure truck and going back to the future, you know, the alternate 1985 timeline where it's like a dark timeline. You're like, I just really thought that was such an interesting concept, you know, to do it and then having them trying to fix that. And then, you know, you get a glimpse of, of the future. Obviously it didn't turn out that way. 2015 was damn like now seven years, <laughs> seven years ago. Oh, man. And we have nothing of that sort, but it was still <laughs> cool to, to see a glimpse of, uh, of the future. So yeah, I would say, I'd say the second, I'll, I'll stick with the second just cause you know, growing up was my favorite, but yeah. I probably the third one, uh, like you said, Steve, just the Western aspect of it is such a close, close one to being there. Uh, I, I, doesn't, I might switch it. <laughs> doesn't the third one on paper seem like it would be the weakest movie, but it's not. And that's why I do like it, man, because it is a mm -hmm. debate and it is such a different thing compared to those first two that they threw out there. 
and yeah, they put just as much care into it. Uh-huh. So I'll it's very comparable that. to uh, Turtles in Time. Which the more you guys <laughs> I know, there's there's a parallel it, there. You liked for it. sure. The more everybody shit on it, they were like, actually. Well, goddamn it! I need good. to go back and watch it, man. Maybe for my pick next week, we do the Teenage Mutant, Mutant Ninja Turtle <laughs> trilogy, dude. Do it, Dave. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, good point. So, uh, last but certainly not least, AB, man, what would you pick for your favorite of the three movies? Well, I'm gonna hop with the, you and Dave, and number two was definitely my favorite of them all. I I can argue they're all great, but I just love those movies where something happens. And they go into the future thinking it's going to be all cool. And then, boom, you end up in this kind of shithole. And you're like, what the hell? Like, And then he has to basically fix it. So um, it's just just that whole futuristic idea, you know, is really cool. Just the future. And, and at the time, seeing those hoverboards and all those things, thinking like, oh, man, like, what if? What's it going to be like? And now you look back and it's laughable because we're not there yet. But uh I was hoping for something hover, hover something, man. I guess, what do we got? We got hover, pretty, hover pretty close having jetpacks, man. They, jetpacks they, are a real thing. they yeah. lie on the name of hoverboards, but they were just like essentially like a segue without. Yeah, the, uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, we're, 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 we're getting there, but it's sad is that the movies got me so hyped and it's just the real life hasn't, hasn't paid off yet. Well, Here's one thing that I always thought was funny, man, was I had a job years ago for a company called Spreadshirt, and uh, I was just printing a lot of T-shirts, and I would be able to pick reject T-shirts out. And a lot of the time, I never knew what I was wearing or supporting, but it was a free T-shirt. So I just like with like a little mess up on it. And I had a shirt, and it was re-elect Mayor Goldie Wilson. And I wore that all the time. And then one day I did watch Back to the Future again. I was like, no fucking way, dude. This is the mayor from Back to the Future. (laughs) And that was another thing I always loved about the second movie or about the movies when he's working in the diner. And he's like, you're going to be mayor one day. And he's like, you hear that? I'm going to be mayor one day. (laughs) He's like, I like the sound of that. Mayor Goldie Wilson. (laughs) Yeah. Also, too, one thing we uh, didn't talk about with the ending is Marty altering his future by not racing needles and crashing into the Rolls Royce. I always thought that was fascinating too, how, you know, Doc says, Hey, your, your future isn't set in stone, like make the future what you want to be. And cause you kind of feel bad seeing Marty being sort of got the shit end of the stick, you know, him, his future and how he like had to like alter his life based on that one car accident. So there's just another parallel in the movies that I thought was really interesting. Or as light as they can be, man, they can be super almost dark at times and also just very insightful. So I feel like they encompass just so much of a broad range of emotion. It was so like beautifully done that I think that's why they stand the test of time. No pun intended, you know, but I think that's why everybody fell in love with it and everybody can connect with the characters, Mm -hmm. you know, so it's just a great story. They did an amazing job on these films. Yeah, it was iconic. I feel like the 80s had a lot of really good movies, especially like mid to late, too. I feel like that was a really cool era of cinema. I I feel like it came out the perfect time, right? In the 80s. I guess 90s would have been cool, too. I wish I knew when I did watch it. Like, I want to almost go back and ask my family, like, when did they watch it? Like... Go or back. It was in just time. Right? I just want to go <laughs> back in time. Back and find in it. time. Because obviously, if it was an '85, like we we maybe wa- had watched it when our parents were watching it, but I was floating around on yeah. my dad's nuts. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't. We didn't. We didn't watch that shit till at least like 
95 or something. I don't know if I'm saying too, if that's too late, but our, our parents went on a, a date night after watching the second one and procreated us right then and there. He's like, all right, baby, speaking of time travel, it's, uh, let's make our own future right now. And let's, go. let's get, let's get to cracking on this future yeah. into the future. Yeah, that was a smooth line thing. You would have got some that night. Sure. <laughs> She's like, do me now. All right, my friends, uh, I appreciate you guys partaking on Back to the Future. Like I said, one of the one of my favorite greatest trilogies of all time. But I say we changed gears a bit. I have some movie trivia for us. So let's roll into that. All righty, my dude. So like I said, I have some uh, Back to the Future trivia for you all. Uh, I have... Two questions for each of you, uh, similar to what we've done in the past. If someone can't answer the question I give them, someone else can chime in and give that answer for some for some bonus points. So, yeah. starting with you, Mr. Chris. No shit. The license plate on the DeLorean, what does it read? Oh, and I a hint, don't know, man. And a hint, it's not an actual license plate. It's like a fun little spoof on it. So we want to take a guess. It's like a slogan almost. Out of time. Ooh, you are correct. Oh, yeah, you, you got it, dude. You wouldn't give me that get clue. I wouldn't have remembered. But then it just came to my mind. That was that was a tough clue because I was like. It was sitting on the tip of my tongue the whole time. And I didn't know if it was right either. So I'm glad you said it and that it was right. Yep. So uh, my tongue out and Chris just placed it on there for me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so points for the other Chris. All righty, Alex, looking at you, man. Going back to the DeLorean, in order for the DeLorean to kick into time travel, what speed does Marty have to go? Oh, I believe it was 88 miles an hour. You are correct, sir. 88 mm-hmm. miles per hour. Um, and like you said, in the second one, he's like, Doc, we'll never, there's not enough road to make 88 yeah. miles per hour. And so uh, you're good, man. You got points yes. for that one. Thank you. I was really worried, man. I'm not doing good on these things sometimes. <laughs> Alrighty, DB, this next question is for you. What is the name of Doc's dog in 1985? Oh, no. Is it Pavlov? Nope. You're in the the right area. Do you want to take maybe one or two more guesses before Uh, someone else uh, chimes in? Einstein? Einstein. Okay. Man, I just thought Pavlov's dog. I thought that would be Doc for sure, but I didn't know the answer, to be honest. So... I'm going to have a bonus question for anyone who wants to answer. What was Doc's dog's name in 1955? Pavlov. <laughs> in, in 1985 or 1885? In 1955. Sputnik. Nope. <laughs> that was a stupid guess. That was a stupid guess. Edison. Nope. Uh, that's, uh, that's a good guess. Kind of in the in that realm of individuals, historic Tesla. figures. Nah, I don't know. Nope. Anyone else want to take a guess? Edison. Did I say that? Alex said Edison. That was my first guess. Wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Cut it out. Te- Tesla. Thomas. Tesla. Tesla. <laughs> Sputnik. <laughs> Give us a guess. Put the put the first letter out. See if that'll help us. Uh, the first letter is starts with the letter C. It's just one name. It has the letter C and P in the name. I'll say that. Copernicus. 
Copernicus. Oh, oh nice. Nice. Yes. Steve. Nice. Get that bonus points. All right. That's good. All righty. So going to Steve, what are the four years that they traveled to in Back to the Future? 55, 1955, 1885. No idea. <laughs> the future, right? We talked we talked about yeah. that one. Dude. Oh, yeah. Uh, 2015. 20- Yes. That's 15. So you said 1885, 1955, and 2015. There's one more year that they traveled to. What oh. was the year? Yeah, isn't it his home timeline? Oh, 85? 1985. <laughs> oh. They start in 1985, and they have oh. to travel back That's to right. 1985. Yeah. So. That's true, yeah, back from the future. So, Sorry, Steve. You know, I'll, uh, you did have the bonus question on. That was a, that was a rough one. <laughs> yeah. Um, awesome. All right. So we're going back to Mr. For Christopher. Christmas cookie. <laughs> the sports almanac that Marty first buys. What are the years that the sports almanac cover? Um, 1960 to 2000. Ooh, so close. <laughs> so close. You got the 2000 part right. 1950 to 2000? You are correct. Okay, cool. Ding, ding, ding. I was going back and forth. I didn't know if it was 50 or 60, but I guess obviously he would need it to be 50 to go back in time to the make bets. So, Mm -hmm. right. Good, uh, Good call, man. All right, AB. So, Biff, he has a specific insult to Marty and just individuals that he dislikes. What is that insult? What are you, chicken? Is that it? No, no, it's a specific term. That's I guess oh, uh, he does like I, I, a name, like a name call. Like, he like a name yeah. call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, I'm gonna get this wrong, but dweeb. No, want to take <clears> one or say, two more uh, guesses before someone else chimes in. I want to say knucklehead, but that's <clears> you're, <throat> you're on the right path. Uh, one more, one more head. guess. Butthead. Oh, yes. Hey. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, when you when you first see Biff in uh, 1985 and he crashes uh, George McFly's car and he looks at Marty, he's like, "What are you looking at, butthead?" And just throughout the whole, yeah. just throughout the whole series of them being in 1955, he uh, calls Marty butthead. So I like that quickly that you said though that he did call Marty like chicken and he hated that. And then in the western, when they say yeller or yeah. yellow, what are you yeller? Yeah. No one calls me. Yep. Just uh, another good parallel, man. Yeah. All right, DB, this next one is for you. So in the beginning of the movie, Doc and Marty meet at a mall. And then when Marty goes back into the future or goes into the past and then back to the future, what is the name of the mall changed to? No. I forget, dude. Is it Liberty? Liberty Mall? Is it um oh. is it I don't know? I forgot, dude. I forgot. I don't know this answer. I could guess, but I I have no idea to be honest with you guys. Is uh it, is Chris? it uh Twin Pines Mall? That's what it starts off, ah. but it changes to something else. Steve? Lone Pine. Lone Pine. Ah, oh, I thought it was Lone Pine yeah. and switched to Twin Pines. Damn no. So I kind of remember. Got the pine, right? Yeah. Marty uh, crashes into the, there's two trees. He crashes into one of them, destroying it. So that's why in the future, it's lone. it becomes Lone Pine. <laughs> yes. So uh, Steve getting these, uh, swooping on these bonus questions, man. I was going to guess Mall of America. <laughs> If you would have phrased the, the question of what does the Twin Pines Mall become, 
Oh, that's I didn't want to give too many. It'd cookies. be too easy. Yeah. yeah. No, so, that would have been that was a softball question right there. If you would have worded it like I that. Got man. It, All right, Steve, this next question is for you. So Marty goes back in time, of course, as we know, and saves his dad from getting hit by the car, which ruins his uh, dad and mom meeting for the first time. So we all know Marty is wearing uh, those classic Calvin Klein underwear. What color were those underwear? Mm, I would assume white, but uh, yeah. red. Ooh, kind of on the same path. His mom says, like, I've never seen underwear that color before, but it was not red. I don't remember. Green. It is the color purple. Oh. Yeah. She says to him, she's like, I've never seen purple underwear before. And that's where he's like, why do you keep calling me Calvin? He's like, you're yeah. underwear. So, <laughs> Calvin yep. Klein. Calvin. So that's it, fellas. That's it for my movie trivia on Back to the Future. I want to say it was probably a dead tie. I feel like everyone got their answers right. Um, but we can check the tapes to see who won. Again, thank you for joining me on some Back to the Future trivia. Yeah. Awesome. All righty. Cool. All right, guys. A lot of good topics that we've covered on this uh, Back to the Future pod. But I was thinking that for the next game, we do a little twist on two second tunes. And I mean, for our listeners out there, if you're an avid listener, you've heard this before, but it's just going to be movie snippets. So I will give you guys a few seconds from a movie snippet with the overall theme being time travel. So first to answer correct, we'll get the points. If you gentlemen are ready, I will bring us in with a little... power of love gentlemen and a strong power it is i hope that you guys came to play here is the first clip start those engines get ready here we go first movie what number are we thinking of 69 dude uh, excellent uh, adventure yes sir oh fucking forgot Big. ding 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 bill and ted's excellent adventure 1989 another 80s time travel movie Maybe inspired by Back to the Future's success. Probably, yeah, I, I would say. I say that quote all the time around the house whenever like a number thing is involved. <laughs> and my wife just is not entertained at all. <laughs> not going to stop. She'll get the hint at next time. <laughs> Don't ever stop. <laughs> all right. Well, ding, ding, ding. First points go to Fig. It's going to be a competitive round, gentlemen. All right. Next movie. It's a little snippet. Here we go. You can get us the fuck out of here, man. You can be the hero! Enrique fucking Glacier! You love Hot Tub Time Machine. Ding, 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 ding! Yes. That was uh, John Cusack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was sounded different. That was a good quote. I couldn't, I couldn't catch it at first. That one I had no clue on. Good job, AB. Good job, man, for sure. That one was a little bit more obscure, I would say. I tried to make it a little weird part of the movie, but yeah, the ending of the movie when they're trying to get their friend who was depressed in the first place to save them. All right, on to the next one. Don't want to spoil it. Here we go. Ow, 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 ow. Oh, Ninja Turtles. <laughs> oh. Ding, 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 ding. Do you Number have the title? Three, dude. Which one? Oh. Turtles, Turtles in Japan? I don't know fucking that. <laughs> Turtles in Japan. <laughs> I don't think that's the title. The I always call it Turtles in Time, but I don't think that's it either. That's, that's the video. That's a video game. Yeah. <laughs> one of the greatest games of all time. Also the greatest Ninja Turtle movie of all time, right, guys? <laughs> highly debatable, but yes, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I don't know how highly debatable this is. <laughs> pretty, pretty universally accepted. <laughs> <laughs>
All right, guys, it's wide open right now. I think there's three correct answers on the board. Here's the next one for you. Back to the Future 2? Two. Two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Back to the Future Part 1, the end. Yes, Steve got it! Steve got it! Nice, Steve! Well, I knew everybody would want to answer that right off the bat, and everybody said two, dude. (laughs) Except for Steve. Do they not say anything? Do they not say it again in two? It's essentially like the same like scene, just with a different Jennifer. Um, But is the clip that you're playing from the music? The music was playing the credits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine's for, mine's from number one. It oh, is. And okay. I, I think you are right on that fig. So kudos. That should almost be like a little bonus point for you on that. But I'll take it. No, <laughs> no, Steve, Steve got it. Steve got Steve it. Was correct though. Nice. Right. Here's another one coming hot down the pipeline. I hate you if you ever come near me. It'll kill you. Butterfly effect. that's a very sad scene in the end where he's like yeah just like fuck it the best thing for her is just to stay away from me yeah 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 god damn man that's a a crazy movie dude it is a crazy movie man i liked that movie a lot to be honest i I think everybody our age everyone our age has a appreciation for it all right wow that was really quick too nice one here we go next one coming at you becomes the past, which can't now be changed by your new future. So Back to the Future is a bunch of bullshit. Avengers, Endgame. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's Paul Rudd. It yeah. is funny. It has uh, Don Cheadle, and he was like, well, what movies would make you think that? And he's like, Hot Tub Time Machine, Bill and Ted, Back to the Future. And then they explain like how their premise of time travel really works in their universe, I guess. Yeah. I was going to say when I was talking about how it set the standard of like what time travel should be. And exactly that. It's like, even Avengers said, it's like, are you talking about back to the future? He's like, uh, n- no, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. dude. All right. Well, that was another Damn. quick one, dude. That was really good. Here we go. Nice. I'm not going to lie. This one might be rough. If you guys get this, I will be fucking impressed. Can I help you? It's you. Um, the time traveler's wife. <laughs> oh, oh damn. Are you kidding me? Totally right, dude. That was <laughs> amazing. About that. that was amazing. Wow. Wow. I have wow. never seen that movie. I've never seen me that neither. movie either. But what? what it's a fuck? good movie. Dude, I don't know how just a random fact, but no, is it is it a Rachel McAdams in that movie? Yes, it is. I, I just knew she's in that movie and just in my head thinking of time travel movies and how he fucking travels back and forth to her. Just I mean, cl- clicked in my brain. Let's just say if Time Traveler's Wife is your favorite movie, you could tell us, man. It's okay. <laughs> Fine. I wish I could just like, imagine I just pull like the Blu-ray out right now. It's like, <laughs> I got it. I bet Fig wishes he could go back in time and take that back now. Mm, I don't know. I like I like the points, man. That's a, <laughs> it's actually a good movie. You've seen it? Yeah. It honestly, just from this clip, it's a minute and 30 seconds. I watched it to see like where I could stop it and play. Just from this clip, dude, it made me want to watch the movie. Yeah. I Definitely mean, a love story, mm-hmm. but who's the the main dude? Is it uh it's not the it's- Gerard Butler? No, it's uh, his name is Eric. Is it Eric Banner? Eric Banner. Oh, Eric Banner. Eric Banner. The original yeah. Hulk. Yep. The, ori- well, and the I li- original. I like. Sorry, sorry. sorry I liked sorry. that movie though too. That was a good movie. Yeah. yeah. Nice. CGI was a little off, but all right. Fig. Damn. Fig is cleaning up, guys. All right. On to the next. Here we go. I'm a friend of Sierra Connor. Terminator. Terminator. Hey! T2. 
Uh, it's, a, it's the first one, I think, when uh, oh. he's looking for her and he goes to the her apartment and roommates. Uh, nice. It is, it is the first one. It is the first one. Nice. All right. All right, guys. So to be honest, that was the eight clips that I did have for you. All right, Dave. Good movie game, man. Really fun. But I say let's uh, roll into a one has to go. What you gonna pick? Don't pick no stupid shit. Because one has to go. All right, fellas, to kick off this one has to go. Um, let's keep the trend going of what we were doing the last couple weeks. Have a group one has to go. So I'll ask you guys. Speaking of Back to the Future all night, if you guys had to get rid of one of the movies from the trilogy, what would it be? Um, number two. See you later. Future's cool, oh. but the past is fucking cooler. Oh. <laughs> all righty. It's hard for me, man, but it's such a rager thin margin. But I have to do three, boys. And I'm sorry for that, but I have to. All right. All right. Uh, number two. Number two as well. Um, for that one, there's just kind of a lot of like weird future things that are just kind of weird like back today's standards, kind of creepy actually. All right, for sure. A B. I can't vote off the one I chose to be my favorite, so I do have to vote off three ooh, for sure. Ooh, ooh. Um, like Dave said, a, a, it's a it's a thin margin there, but oh, you could have done one. Yeah, could have done one. I should have like fuck it. I actually would have done number one, oh. but since there's a tiebreaker right now, ooh, that one is hard. Oh, I'm gonna, I know I said number two is my favorite. Be true to your heart here, Fig. But I feel like number three is so good and just closes out the trilogy so well that number two has to go, man. As as, as much as that hurts me to say, I love it. It's my favorite one, but I dude, just you're, think... You're voting your favorite one off? I know. It's like an oxymoron, <laughs> it dude. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. But, all right, fuck it. Then I'll vote off number what? three. Nah, that hey! is... <laughs> well, like, to Welcome fix to defense. The <laughs> to fix defense, if... There was only two movies made, and it went from the first one and somehow did some skips to the third one. Would it be cool that the second one didn't exist? See, and I they might, might be have been okay able to They might have been able to condense it to that, you know, for yeah. sure. And it would have been cool. But I also did say that the third one was close, and I might change it, you know, as we talk tonight. But yeah. I mean, you guys, you guys, you guys called me out, so. <laughs> Number three, as much as I love it, I guess we'll have to go. So does anyone else have a another topic for a one has to go? Yes, I'll throw one out there. And I would say if you had to choose a time to go back or if you had to go back in time and whoop that ass, who would you whoop that ass? I think it's uh, easy for me to say, but definitely go back to the, I'd say before World War II and just punch Hitler straight in his fucking mustache, man. <laughs> Boom, in the kisser. Wow. Right in the kisser. So, Can uh, we all go back together and just like beat him <laughs> up? Jump just him. Gang jump him. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go on modern times, dude, and not go back so far in history. Just beat the shit out of Putin, dude. Just <laughs> come yeah. on, man. You can't grow up yeah. to be like this, dude. Maybe ass whooping a little, uh, you know, what is it? Humble him a bit. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he'd turn out worse. I don't know. But I'd like to beat his beat his ass. Um, I guess I'll go next. After deep thought, I would say me too, not going back too far in time. But I would like to go back and step in front of Will Smith 
and stop his slap and give him a hug and bringing him real close and say, <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Oh, man. How come you don't want me, man? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a good little one, twist. Dave. Twist. Okay. Good, little, good little twist. God damn, dude. I, bro- I brought up the question and I'm challenged at what I would do. And I'm just going to say, I'm going to go back in time and beat up myself probably around right out of high school. Just fucking <laughs> kick me straight in the nuts and warn me of the dumb shit that I might get myself into. That is actually a good answer. I'm man, going dude. with that one. What if your younger self just totally whooped your your current self ass, though? <laughs> He's just I'm way like, stronger, more spry. <laughs> like, who are you, bitch? I'm like a right, four-year-old you, man. It's a good one. How about you, Steve? Honestly, I have no idea. So I'm going to go back maybe uh, three minutes ago to uh, uh, beat up on Alex for asking <laughs> this question. <Yeah. laughs> so I'm going to modern versions. day Alex. Oh, so we have 2022 Alex. And then Alex has, uh, we'll just say like 2007. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> There's a lot of Alex fighting going on. That's really <laughs> funny. Alrighty, so I guess we are gonna vote one of these uh, dudes off the island. Want to kick things off, Dave? Well, in this case, we're voting for the one to beat. Uh, so yeah, so the one we would want. Good question. Yeah. Whose ass would you want to get kicked the most? I think it would be fun. As much as they say you shouldn't solve violence with violence, if we all did group together and fuck up Hitler, that would be kind of fun, man. I don't know. I thought you were going to say Alex, but. No. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be kind of fun, though. Just old you guys, because I'd recognize you all and be like, what? what? Alex is there, too? Old old Alex is there with us? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, what's going on? You're like, shut up, dude. Uh, That's funny. Yeah, I'm I'm down with that. Young Alex, we all agree. (laughs) I was kidding, man. It's a friend. It's a friend. (laughs) I don't know. I guess I I would want to save Will Smith, man, just from this horrendous fucking thing he did. I was going to say Hitler. (laughs) I'm I'm down with Hitler too, man. Oh man, go back to art school, you little bitch. Yeah. He's a weirdo. Maybe he'd be into it. And we're like, this isn't fun for us anymore. Yeah, He's like getting off really on sad. us, beating him. What if I you just escalate it and kill him? What if I gave him a Hitler, man? Just rub it on his face, uh, dude, give him the Hitler. What type of like, butterf- butterfly good. effect would going back in time and giving Hitler a Hitler? Have? We caused World War II. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it's like, like way that, more uh, crazier than like it was too good point yeah i think the hitler one would be hilarious so i mean uh, maybe do you guys remember from uh little nikki and hitler's in hell and they stuff uh pineapple up his butt yeah and he the, tries the, to pick the he goes and grabs and a small one he's like uh-uh uh-uh he's like go back and he we does could, the pointy side too isn't he wearing some like made outfit Ma- too <laughs> like we, we could always re- recreate that man <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you're like all, all right fig you're getting a little too dark with this now man yeah i'm, I'm not trying to get sexual dude that's what i kick his ass he's getting a little sexual <laughs> all righty so i guess it's uh unanimous hitler's getting his ass kicked yeah will smith in a close second all righty so i think chris you had a topic for what has to go you were talking about earlier uh yeah if you had to go back in time or i guess forward and anywhere in time for a week you gotta you can you're you will be teleported back in a week, but you gotta survive the week. Where are you going? I'm just super fascinated about it, but I definitely want to go back to ancient Egypt and figure out what the hell is going on. If for if for a week, I just want to see them at their prime. I just want to see if they did that shit, what the pyramids look like, and what 
ancient Egypt was. Um, it's just such a deep mystery that I, I would like to see some clarification to and hopefully not die doing it. <laughs> Ooh, ancient Egypt just always seemed really hot to me, man. Anytime you watch a movie or learning about it in school, you're like, it would be super fascinating, but I always just thought like, damn, it would be hot as fuck over there. Mm -hmm. Like cool hot or like, yeah, cool hot. hot. Like lit <laughs> or like we talking about heat, baby. It's lit, fam. For myself, I it would be cool to go back to medieval times and try to be like like a knight, maybe uh, participating in some jousting or even just watching a live joust. Maybe not me actually participating because I'd probably get fucked up. <laughs> but watching that, I think would be really interesting. And yeah, that'd be cool. Medieval times for me. Pretty good. Pretty good choice. Also quite dangerous. Uh, for me, I'm gonna go with the Wild West. I just think it'd be oh, so cool nice. just to go into a saloon, uh, just hang out, grab some whiskey. So it'd be pretty fun, pretty uh, exciting and also dangerous. Nice. Oh, yeah. yeah, I feel like all three places we chose so far are it's like, damn, could we survive a week? <laughs> totally. Sur survive a week? I guess I'll, I'll go next, man. Uh, for me, I always thought a really cool era to visit would be and just for a week would be like any time in the decade of the 60s and i would probably just like travel around dude just even the united states like go to the west coast and then go to the east coast and just see how they were different in the scenes and stuff and it seems like a cool time period to me from what i see in pop i mean from history and also just in movies and stuff so that's where i think i'd like to go back and spend a week dude and just get down for a little bit with some people dude san francisco in the 60s would be so much fun um damn you guys picked some of the ones i was gonna say but i guess for me seeing the american revolution would be really dope like right when we were like the birth of a country and then changing everything and like going in a completely new direction seeing that like the east coast when it was formed that'd be really dope again dangerous as fuck but uh that'd be cool i just think all them dudes just lining up and just blasting each other man oh yeah i don't want to fight no no, no. <laughs> no you're the fine. you're the dude with the drum just the like, drum i was just <laughs> or, the, or the piccolo you cannot shoot me i'm just a messenger with the, of the piccolo <laughs> that would be a fascinating though for sure yeah uh cool pick for sure damn y'all all right, well, if we're going in the same style of picking which one we'd want to do, I'm going with Alex's, man. The pyramids, just because I want to know how the fuck they did it. Sorry. Or are we doing the one we wouldn't want to do? Yeah. Or both. Let's do that. Do both. Yeah, I would we, say for Chris. Well, the one I want to do is my own, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah of course. True. That's true. Well, if we had to pick something that is not our own and get rid of something obviously that's not our own too i'd be interested to, to hear that if i had to get rid of one i would probably say david's unfortunately <laughs> be a really cool time to see but i feel like it's so it's uh, safe it's a safe pick well Your not that are a it's just like there's enough me. information archived and like video and picture from that time that you can get like a really good grasp of what it would be like whereas the other ones i mean it's very much a up to your imagination at this point, I think. I definitely would want to be a younger person still going back to the 60s. Though. I don't think that'd be a cool time period to visit if I was like older, you know? That, is, that does bring up a good point, but I think it would still be really cool just to experience that. But I would want to be in the wild, wild west if I could be on like some type of uh, either bounty hunter. I know that's hella dangerous, but I'm just going to assume that I have the skill set to do that. Or you might as well do that shit back in those days, dude, because your life expectancy is so small anyways. It's mm -hmm. like, why do some other bullshit? Right. Yeah. And in all honesty, like your guys's answers, I think I would want to get rid of 
medieval times. I know that's my own, but just thinking about it, I'm like, <laughs> eh, as cool as it would be if I was like a knight, I guess that'd be cool. But against the uh, against the rest, probably get rid of that one. <laughs> Fighting hand to hand combat with just a sword against another dude <sighs> would be so intense, dude. That'd be wild. Dude, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to be in that situation. <laughs> well, I'm thinking now of. Uh, the last duel and i'm like eh, it didn't really seem like that fun of times i'm, I'm <laughs> no I, darkly hey, well, taking it back to a, taking it back to an old pod we could all shit together though and that would be hey. neat oh yes we can do the hold each other's hands as we're <laughs> <laughs> we all get e coli together <laughs> no i don't know if that was a thing e coli and pink eye yeah <laughs> for myself i would actually i actually like dave's answer uh but I would want to visit Vegas during that time, right? I mean, just the oh, whole yeah. glitz and glam of Las Vegas with the Rat Pack and all that. That'd be really cool. And just for us, not just for through video, but to experience it ourselves. And maybe for one has to go, maybe Chris's. Chris's would be cool too, but I don't know if you can experience all that forming together in one week. Have you seen The Patriot? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah. But yeah, I would have to. I mean, they're all great. I would probably have to vote Dave's off, but... I am very interested in medieval times, actually, when you Ooh. say it now, Chris. And again, those are very much like the Revolutionary War is a little more present. So we do have a little more knowledge of the history of books, maybe. But medieval times we do, too. But still, it was very raw and just hopefully being caught in a time that you can kind of just look from afar and just be in the shadows. Mm. I could be like a jester or somebody and no one would like be uh, kind of stay under the radar. I will say, though, Alex's answer, that is the number one thing I would love to feast my eyes upon is them constructing the pyramids and just seeing how they did it, dude. And even like something as further along as like Machu Picchu as well, just the oh. precise stone on stone is mm. so ridiculously out of this world, yeah. like perfectly cut that it's like. I would love to have the answers to that, dude. But yeah. I feel like we could all redo this and do totally different answers and get all great answers again. But there's just too many. Yeah, agreed. So I'm gonna be honest. I was I did not <laughs> keep track of. I think the that. 1960s was voted off. I think that one might have been three three votes for this, uh, even though okay. it's a cool decade. But I yeah. think mine got. I think I'm off the island. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, that's very honorable of you, Dave, because uh, that seems about right, right? The 60s maybe had got voted off, so. Played it safe. Cool decade. Played it yeah. safe. Yeah, awesome. Well, fellas, that was uh, awesome. One has to go. Uh, another great episode of Things We Dig. Until next time, later days, my friends. I'll go back to the future any days with you guys. Just remember to bring a shovel. Later days, everyone. Keep digging on the future. Oh, that's pretty heavy, guys. We'll see you next week. See you later. It's Alex. Ding!